what's going on. Katie Kremitzos here with the Biz Women Rock podcast, and I'm so excited to share today's bonus episode with you. This special bonus episode is a recording of a free masterclass that I did earlier on today, and I'm giving it to you as fast as possible because it was so amazing. It's a masterclass that I did called Five Ways to Plan and Execute Your Best Year Yet in 2018. And there was such an overwhelming response about how practical these things actually are that I wanted to go ahead and turn around and share all of this information with you here on the podcast. So wanted to set up a couple of things to expect here. Number one, that this was originally recorded as a live masterclass via Zoom, which means that it wasn't exactly created for podcast purposes, meaning you're going to hear me talking to the participants, you're going to hear back and forth, and because it was video, you're going to hear me reference a couple of things on the board behind me or pieces of paper that I'm holding up, but don't worry, all of that stuff are minor details compared to the content that ultimately I want to share with you. Lastly, I want to go ahead and share with you the two big commitments that I asked everyone to make at the end of this call. And I'm going to share them with you here at the beginning so you can get yourself prepared as you dive into this content. The very first thing that I ask people to commit to is to check out more about the 2018 Biz Women Rock Masterminds. And you're going to hear during the masterclass all about why the masterminds are so special and why they are such a foundational component to major growth happening in business in this following year for you. So if it rings true for you, I ask you to make that commitment to go fill out the application for the masterminds. And you can do that by going to bizwomenrock.com forward slash 2018 dash masterminds. The second commitment that I asked everyone to make is that once you listen to this information, to commit to taking a full day, okay, at the very least, at least like four or five hours to sit down and go through this process, to actually do all of these steps that I'm talking about during this masterclass, okay? So know that expectation as you go into this. I am so excited to share this information with you, and it really touches upon the core of what it takes to get yourself set up for your best year yet. So sit back and enjoy this recording of the replay of today's masterclass. Okay, are you guys ready to dig into this content? So we are going into five ways to plan and strategize for your best year yet in 2018. Okay, so I'm gonna deliberately be going over these five ways. And what I would love for you to do is get yourself really centered in where you are in your business right now. More than likely, you are like the majority of other really amazing women entrepreneurs that I know, which is you are sort of in the hustle and bustle of the holidays right now um, and of trying to make sure that you put the right attention into making your year finish off strong. So what that me and you know that you should be thinking about 2018. So you've got these three things like all living very noisily in this space right now. And while they're all great things, it's it can also be incredibly frustrating because you're feeling like 
oh my God, maybe you're working crazy hours right now and it doesn't feel good. Maybe you feel like you're in the hustle. You don't like feeling like you're in the hustle and there's a lot of stuff on your shoulders. So my goal for today is to make sure that you get some clarity and some focus on what to do next in a way that doesn't um, overwhelm you in a way that doesn't feel too big, but in a way that can actually start producing results for you and get, get you, get your mind really focused in and zoned in on what 2018 is going to be for you. Okay. So I want to start by saying this, uh, there are actually too many pre steps before I actually go into the main five steps that I would just like for you to think about. And if you're taking notes, you this would be a great time for you to write this down. So there are too many pre-steps. One, and we went through some of this stuff um, at the Biz Women Rock Retreat a couple of weeks ago. And for those of you who are watching via video, you can see behind me that I have like my I am grateful for. And this is all of the great stuff that the ladies at the end of the retreat wrote down. It was super cool. I love keeping it in front of me. So these were two exercises that I took the women through at the retreat. And so I just want you to write these down because they're really important for you to think about when you're in this full process of figuring out what is my amazing 2018 really going to look like? So the first step is to actually start thinking about 2017. Okay. I'm not going to spend too much time on this because I've talked about this a lot. You can actually also uh, have... There's a whole free downloadable that I've given you, the 2018 success kit. And I'll go ahead and put the link in here. Uh, but that gives you a really good format to be able to dive a little deeper into this stuff. But take a look at 2017. Ask yourself what worked, what didn't, what am I really proud of, what really sucked? <laughs> All of those questions. Like, Take a little bit of an inventory of 2017. Okay, It's going to help bring those things to the top of mind for you that actually did work that you might have forgotten about because it was you know a couple months ago and you don't remember because now you're on to the next thing, right? So um, take a little bit of time to really just dissect what happened this past year. What was great about it? What was not so great about it? But most importantly, what actually did work? Um, and get that stuff back at the top of your mind as you're going into preparing for this coming year. The second pre-step is to think of what is possible for 2018. And while the reason I'm not going big into this is because this actually requires a pretty big deep dive. Um, and it's really ideal, actually, if you have a group of fellow business women that you could do this with. This was a, a really great mastermind that we had at the Biz Women Rock Retreat. Um, or if there's somebody that you, if you have an accountability partner, if you have a coach, if you have anyone, this is like, the, this is what you need to dive into. But you really want to think of like, what is possible for me in 2018? And this could, you probably have ideas for this already. Like, what could this be? Here are some things I can, I have been thinking about that I want to accomplish. Here's the kind of life that I do want to live. We're not just talking about business goals and accomplishments. We're talking about like, what, what is your lifestyle design really look like? Okay. So you want to spend some time thinking about what is possible for you. Okay. Now let's get into these five steps. These are five very practical steps that you can use to immediately get into focus and know what you're going to be working on. So you can live into that really big year that I know is meant for you. Now it's worth mentioning here that these five steps are pretty much what I do anytime I feel out of focus. Anytime I feel like there's so much going on, anytime I feel like I know I need to be looking into and setting myself up for this next chapter of my business, but I'm still sort of in the muck of right now, that I'm not quite there yet. So I'm for the sake of today's masterclass, I'm putting that in the terms of 2018 and in the year to come. But honestly, these five tools, these five steps can take you through this process and will give you the, these focused and clear results anytime you're feeling confused. Okay. 
Okay, so here we go. Step number one. I'm really like old school. Uh, for those for those of you not on video right now, I'm holding up a sign that says schedule stuff that is on the horizon. Okay. Schedule stuff that's on the horizon. Here's why you want to do that. You already know what's coming up in January. And if you don't quite know yet, um, you need, you need to get that stuff down on paper. (laughs) You need to get it into a calendar. You need to start looking at what your January looks like, what your next month looks like and start plotting that stuff down. Okay. Here's what that really looks like. Start thinking about, um, what programs do you have that you already know that maybe you're starting the marketing for already? Um, what clients are sort of already in the pipeline for you that you that are saying like, hey, I'm going to start in January. Um, what specific processes or procedures do you need to be building out? What kind of support, what kind of like team building type stuff are you doing? Are you bringing on a new team member or a couple new team members in January? What do you already know that you're doing? Get that stuff on your calendar. So you will see that um, it's about scheduling it and scheduling when you're going to do the execution of those things. So there's no need to get super, super detail oriented about this, meaning don't need to be like, okay, well, you know, by the end of January, I need to deliver this thing right to a client. Like don't get into the nitty gritty of like, here's the 500 things I need to do between now and then, but look at that process and start working backwards into okay, if this, I need to deliver this thing by the end of January to a client, what does that mean for... How can I break that down into manageable bite-sized steps of what I need to do? And then go turn around and put it on your calendar of when you're going to do that. And what that might look like is you block out a certain time on every single day or every single week or whenever that looks like for you to go work on those things. Okay? So what you're going to do is you're going to think about what offerings do I already have available what clients do I have on the horizon? What deliverables do I have that need to be pushed out? What uh, team building or systemization or, or scaling type of activities do I need to be working that are already going to be happening that I need to make time for in my schedule to actually have them come to fruition? Okay. And you're going to back into it. sounds a little tedious, but if you just create the list of what it is you need to do, and the, the way I would start is create the list of what is on the horizon for you. And then back in each of those, take each of those and back into manageable steps that you need to do in order to deliver on those, in order to complete those, in order to get X amount of people in a particular program that you have, or in order to close X amount of clients, or in order to launch this particular team training program that you have. Okay. So you're going to back into those steps, stuff that you already know, get it on your calendar, plot it out. Here's the big benefit of that. It takes the work out of your head and that then, because it's in your head, it gets to be in that stream of chaos of like, Oh my gosh, there's so much work to do. And it puts it onto a space in your calendar. So you don't have to worry about it until then. So now, you know, you're going to show up at that time and do that work. Okay. So huge, huge benefit to being able to take the time up front to walk through each of these things that are on the horizon for you that you can then go plot in your calendar. Okay. If you guys have any questions along these lines, feel free to comment in the chat and I'm more than happy to come back to them. And after step number two, which we're about to get to, I'm going to give you a little insight into the gifts I'm giving away today. Step number two, y'all ready for this? Step number two is decide on two areas of focus. 
for 2018. Okay. These are big things that you want to do in 2018. So I make a distinction between an offering and an area of focus in your business. An offering, or you've heard me uh, communicate them as like packages. Like these are your products, your services, uh, your, your, um, programs, anything like that, that has a dollar amount attached to it. So when someone comes in and purchases this offering, it, um, it translates into dollars into your business pocket. Okay. So we have those things and we're going to talk about those in a second, but then there's this other thing that's a, um, a little bit more universal to your business. It's, uh, it's not so money directed, meaning it's not attached to a particular product or service, but it's, I call them areas of focus. I'll give you examples of an area of focus. PR and marketing. If you know you need to be more visible in 2018, if you know that you need to um, have more people know about you who don't know about you, then PR and marketing would be an area of focus. If you know you're going from a one-man show and you've been over the course of the past couple of months bringing on contractor by contractor and you know an area of focus for you is team leadership because you've got to learn how to manage that team so that your business can really work as a unified system, then team leadership would be an area of focus for you. Okay? Um, If you know that you want to build out an email list, you know, that you want to go from having 50 people on your email list to having 5,000 people on your email list. An area of focus is build my email list, grow my email list. Okay. Um, if you want an area of focus to be rebranding, like, you know, that your business needs to go through a rebrand, then an area of focus is rebrand. Okay. So I, For step number two, I want you to identify two areas of focus that you want to put your attention into that will help you get to where you want to go in 2018, okay? So you're going to have to think about what that is. And what I would love to hear now in the comments is what those are for you, okay? And so I want you to comment. If you're on this call, I want you to go ahead in that chat and I want you to comment what are your two areas of focus. If you can't think of two right now, just go ahead and comment one. And the reason that I'm going to have you comment is because the prizes that I'm going to give away at the end of this call are determined on who's commenting in the chat. Awesome. So Diane saying email list building. Mickey saying email list building and growing the brand. Kim is uh, saying building systems and processes, PR and marketing, building my quote unquote bucket for potential clients. Andrea is saying a membership site. Awesome. That's such a great example of an area of focus. Okay. So um, a, a membership program, like whatever the, the package and the offering of that membership program is, is your, um, is your offering your area of focus is the membership site. Okay. That's like, they're kind of two, two different sides of the same coin. Does that make sense? Um, Cassandra is saying marketing and business development. Uh, Diane is saying membership program and Facebook group. Excellent. Okay. Awesome. These are great, you guys. So, um, the reason that you want to focus in on two and identify two areas of focus for you is because this is one way you're going to strategically move your business forward. Because what you're going to do with these areas of focus, A, you're going to write them down. And I'm going to teach you a really simple way to be able to do that. Okay. Um, So I have a blank piece of paper here. Literally what you could do is you could divide up the paper, write a draw line right down the center of it and write an area of focus on each side. And then what I want you to do is start diving into 
literally just brainstorming. What do I need to do in order to make me feel like I have, I have uh, made a dent in that area of focus? Okay. So this is the process of get, going from, oh, it becomes an area of focus, which is just a term and identifying like what that is into a manageable, smart goal. Okay. So if Andrea's area of focus is membership site, then creating a real goal out of that requires that she writes down what is it going to take to get that membership site live, which would, I believe, is her ultimate goal, right? Get it live, get it functioning, everything works with it, right? So Andrea's uh, to-do item would be go and itemize out what needs to happen in order for that membership, membership site to go live. For those of you who PR and marketing and visibility is... Um, is an area of focus for you. What does that mean? Does that mean that you're going it just as a you start with the brainstorm? Okay, well, what would it what would it look like? What are ways that I could get PR and marketing? What are ways that I could get out there in front of people who don't already know me? What uh, that I can be visible? Okay, I can go get featured on podcasts. I can go research publications where my avatars are, and I can see about being featured there. I can go um, become a speaker at, com- at um, conventions and conferences where my avatar is. I can sponsor specific events. I can network in my local community at these particular organizations. So um, uh, all of that sort of stuff, you know, I can write, maybe that means writing a book. Like I can write a book and start like a book tour. This is just the first phase of really getting you to brainstorm about how are you going to work on PR and marketing or PR and visibility, right? How are you going to work on that? So um, if it's branding and rebranding, okay, what ideas do you have on what you need to do to rebrand and brand? And I'll jump back to the PR visibility. Once you are actually brainstorming all those ideas out on how you could possibly, you know, be out there and be visible. Then we go into the, well, what do I need to do in order to make that happen? Okay, well, um, let's get into, all right, well, that means that if I can book five podcast interviews a month, that would feel great. If I can um, apply for one award a month so I can be recognized as businesswoman of the year or any particular awards that are meaningful in my industry. Great. I will do that once a month. If I can apply to be a speaker, you know, or uh, at one particular event once a month, do you see how just like starting that brainstorm then gets you into the how, which then gets you into manageable, actionable tasks that you could do to keep that momentum going? Okay. So then, so that's the one thing that exercise is to really focus on those, choose the two areas of focus, start brainstorming on how and what what is possible there, and then get yourself into actionable steps that would get you there to give you an ultimate measurable goal, okay? What you want to do from there is you want to take those and start looking at Q1. Just like I said in step one that it's all about focusing on what's on the horizon. So 2018 is going to look very different in your head in six months than it does now, (laughs) And so what you want to do is while it is super important to create that vision and spend some time about thinking what it is you really want and what's possible in 2018, when it comes to planning, I sort of believe in the 80-20 rule. Like I want to plan, but I also know that things are going to move and shake and I've got to pivot and things are going to look really different. So the advice that I love following is I love 
making sure people focus in on quarter one, okay? January, February, March. So how that looks in practicalities is taking these two areas of focus, take the brainstorm that you did on it, take the actual uh, measurable goals that you now have for each of those. So all of a sudden your area of focus moves from PR and visibility to book five podcasts, five podcast interviews a month, uh, apply for one, uh, you know, appropriate award per month, um, get featured, you know, reach out to 10 different publications every single month to get featured. So it becomes those manageable things. And then back into putting them on your calendar and seeing when you're actually going to do that work. That last step, by the way, big, big golden nugget and big, big secret as to how I actually move things forward in my business. And I don't succeed at this 100% of the time. But uh, the fact that I succeed at it pretty regularly is a big reason that my business continues to be in growth mode because I will take all of the ideas and translate them onto my calendar, which is when I show up and do that work. Okay? That's the secret. Areas of focus. That was step number two. So I want to know if this is really making sense for you guys. My goal ultimately is to make sure you're getting actually focused, like go through the clutter of everything and everything and everything and everything. I got to do it all to get right to the heart of what is possible. So number one, what's on the horizon, go schedule it, start executing. Number two, choose two areas of focus, get really clear about how you can possibly make those things come, come to fruition and then create that manageable, tangible, um, uh, measurable goal, and then start backing into over the course of the first quarter. What are you doing each work, each week, or each month to work on those things? Okay. Step number three is to decide on three offerings. Here's what I mean about offerings. Offerings, I have, I sort of intermix the the terms packages. Um, offerings is the same term for it. Okay. So what I mean by an offering is a product a service, a program, anything like that, that you know, here are the features, here's the benefits, here's who's perfect for it, and here's how much it is, okay? So I want you to, to decide on three offerings that you're going to be focusing on for the first quarter, okay? So for January, February, March. Now, this could include current offerings that you have. This is all about where are you putting your attention? Where are you putting your focus? Because where attention goes, money flows, right? So where are you putting your attention? Choose three offerings for right now that you are going to focus in on for the first quarter. And here's how a couple of tips on how you can do that. Number one, in that taking inventory of 2017, you probably figured out and you probably know this off at the top of your head, where did the majority of your income come from this past year? Do you love doing it? And if so, keep leaning into it. That's program number one or offering number one. Um, a little side tip that I didn't plan on going into here, but I'll give this to you here. When it comes to your offerings, you guys have heard me really preach about that if your packages are vague, your money is vague, right? So get really clear on what this package or this offering really is. Um, Cassandra's asking how to get clear on what those actually, what the packages actually really are. I'll answer that in just a second. But th- this is really right in line with that. How do you service people? How do you best service people? You've got to create a package around that, okay? Um, it, it, it is worthwhile to go back and listen to a previous podcast episode that I had done. And it was taken from a Facebook Live that I had done, but it's on the podcast. Um, and I will put it here in our private Facebook group after this call. 
go listen to it. It's all about me talking about packages. And if your packages are vague, your money's vague. Okay. So you've got to get really clear on what these offerings are, what these packages are. And the best way to do that is for you to think about how do I service people? How do I service people? And what are some really clear ways that I can identify the features, the benefits there, and therefore who the best people are for it, i.e. who is the avatar for that, and then having a price point around that. Okay. There's a, it can be a little bit more complex than that. Uh, I know Kim has had me take her through a whole strategy session of how to create and get more clear about her packages and her offerings. So it is worthwhile to dive deep into that. So if you offer something now, I'll give you an example of this. Okay. Uh, for the masterminds that are coming up, the 2018 Biz Women Rock Masterminds, that is, that is a package. Meaning I know what the features are. The features are, it's going to happen for an hour every single week for six months on a Zoom call, you know, virtually. So you could be, you could live anywhere and participate. Okay. Um, it's recorded every single week. We have a private Facebook group in order to, uh, keep those relationships and keep that momentum going outside of that one hour every single week. Right. The benefit, those are all the features. Those are sort of like, how is it getting delivered? What are we actually showing up to do? The benefits, the benefits are, Hey, if you are a woman who actually wants to make some serious moves happen in your business, it, it gives you the accountability. It gives you the structure. It gives you the intense emotional and awesome business support of other business women who become part of your inner circle for life. No joke about that. Okay. And it gives you the ability to sort through and brainstorm and get clear every single week. Okay. So those are the benefits. And by the way, those benefits are constantly what I'm talking about in the marketing of it. There's a price point that's attached to that. Okay. And I know who exactly that mastermind is perfect for. I've, I, I know it. I, she's, she's the person who's like sick of trucking through the mud and she wants to make serious stuff happen in her business in 2018. That's who this is ideal for. That's an offering. That's a package. Everything that I just discussed is... It. Oh, thank you so much for posting that stuff. Um, so uh, that is a package. So you want to, if you are not clear about... Here's what I offer. Boom, 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 boom. Here's the features. Here are the benefits. Boom, 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 boom. Which then leads you into who is who is it ideal for? And here's the price point on it. That's going to be a first step to get you really clear on that. Okay, so get clear on that. Choose three different offerings. It's just my recommendation. Three different offerings that you have. So if you have a mastermind program, if you have private a type of private coaching, and even within private coaching, that could be different types of packages. Is that three months and we're meeting you know, once a week, every single week for three months? Is it six months and we're meeting every other week? Is it a one-time 90-minute strategy session? I'm just giving you some examples of how it works for me. Is it a particular program or course that you're teaching online? Uh, is it a uh, type of talk that you're giving? That's a package because basically packages and, and offerings, I'm using those interchangeably, they... When someone engages you in them, they pay you for them. So what you have to offer that thing, that package is valuable to somebody. So they're giving you money for it. Okay. So choose three of those. And then you're going to do the same stuff that you did for the areas of focus. You're going to back into, okay, well, I'm going to focus in on this, um, uh, let's just say like a, a strategy session, let's say, you know, for Cassandra doing content marketing. Well, I can do something called a one-time strategy session to help people get clear about what their marketing strategy can actually be for content. Like what kind of content might they need? Okay, well, what would that include? 
How much, what are the benefits of that? What can I charge for that? And who's ideal for that? Okay. So get clear about that and then start backing into, well, how do I sell that? How can I get, how can I get in front of those people? What are some creative ways? This is when we start getting into like really focused, super zoned in marketing, by the way. Because you, then you know who that, that package or that offering is ideal for. So you can then go get in front of where they are already. Okay? So you're going to decide on those three, those three offerings. And you're going to start backing into the how. How do I get people into those offerings? And then you're going to look at Q1 and start... Because what in that brainstorm on the how, you're going to see marketing ideas come up. You're going to see collaboration ideas come up. Like, who can I work with? Whose audience can I get in front of um, that, that speaks to my ideal avatar? Can I go speak for this particular group? Can I go... Um, can I do an affiliate deal with that particular person over here? So you're going to get a ton of ideas on what, how you could possibly get people into these offerings. And so you're going to back into those action items, which then translates into when are you doing those? When are you doing those action items? Okay, go get it on your calendar. Get it on your calendar. Okay, that is step number three. Everyone's doing well so far. Stephanie went ahead and posted here in the chat the... Um, podcast episode of if your packages are vague, your income will be vague. Um, and Kim is saying, yes, we did have a strategy session over the uh, clarifying all of the packages and offerings and it was super helpful. Um, Mickey's saying, I just asked my secret group what I can offer that will encourage their recovery. Is that uh, a good idea or not? Seems like a good place to start. Yes, that is a really good place to start because you want to keep your thumb on the pulse of what's going on with those people who know, love, and trust you. Okay. Andrea's saying she just had that podcast on her phone for today's drive. Woohoo! Okay. Kim is asking, do you use Google Calendar, Paper Calendar, a Big Wall Calendar, or a Combo? Okay. Now I am specifically not going into uh, prioritization and the process of how I actually organize and, and am productive. So um, because that is a giant masterclass in and of itself. But for the sake of how this relates, I'm going to give you... A, I was prepared for this. I'm going to give you a couple insights to how I actually do things. Okay. So hang tight here. And then remember, we have two more, two more um, steps. What I do... When I sit down, basically what happens is um, I will do this about every quarter. So, you know, looking ahead at like, I do this now for the year ahead, but each quarter ha has less um, specifics, if that makes sense. Meaning Q1 looks really specific. I know what I'm doing every single month, every single week, right? In order to get to that big goal that I want. Q2 looks a little less vague. Q3, I have a couple things plotted in there. I have a date, uh, a one-day retreat that I know is going to happen probably in Q2, maybe Q3. I have the annual Biz Women Rock, you know, three-day retreat that's going to happen in November, probably first week of November next year. Um, so I have all that stuff plotted out as far as like what I know um, already that's coming up. But then here's what I do. I'll give you my tricks on how I actually do this. At the end of every month, so usually like the last week of the month. What I will do is I will sit down and I either do this with my coach or I do it with my accountability partner, sometimes both because I get two ideas, uh, different ideas from both of them. And I will sit down and, and think about and brainstorm about the month ahead. And I do that in accordance to what I already said was important for me to do. But business changes and we're moving and we're pivoting. Did something change? Did a program that we said that we were going to offer not go so well? And if so, do we need to change marketing on that? Or are we totally pivoting, it, pivoting into a new direction, right? So this is what it looks like. And I'm going to 
I'm going to ask for apology or um, forgiveness already because my daughter drew all over this. So it's not nearly as pretty as I would like. But this is what that might look like. This is my month. This is back from October. And so I came up with what are my goals. And so I was doing this at the end of September. Okay, this is important to know. So at the end of September, I came through and I said, okay, what are my goals? And I put them over here just on the month. And then I plot out marketing in order for me to hit those goals. So what I'm doing with my coach most often at the end of the month is I'm brainstorming on like, okay, what, what do I want to focus on for this next month? If, I, if it needs to shift from what I had originally thought I was going to do earlier on in that quarter, then I shift, right? And then I get it into actionable bite-sized steps for every single week. Okay, what does that mean? If I want... Um, if I want nine retreat attendees, what does that mean? October was a big focus for marketing the retreat for me. So what does that mean? So I knew immediately what, um, what podcast episodes were coming out. So the reason why I wanted to have those on is because I wanted it to uh, give me ideas on what's possible. Like what other cool marketing stuff can I do on top of that? So if I know I have an F episode coming out with Dana Malsaf about funnels... Can I do something else about that? Can I like do a little piggyback marketing thing and talk about the podcast? Because on the podcast, I also have an ad for the retreat. So it all feeds into one another. Um, can I do uh, a, a little breakdown? So for example, um, I had that solo one about the packages. That was around that time. So can I do something special? Can I do something else that was special about packages that I can fit into marketing elsewhere? So basically, I wrote down what marketing stuff I already have coming up. So the podcast... And then I got the idea at the end of September of like, okay, well, if I really want to push the retreat and I want to make sure pe the right women know about that, how else, how else can I be visible and how can I make that relate to the retreat? So I came up with a Make It Happen Monday series that you guys might remember this. So every single week, every single Monday, I was, I was doing a Facebook Live on my Facebook page and would put it into the group. That was a Make It Happen Monday series. And it was, uh, there were different topics that I was talking about, all motivational, all, you know, with like, here's how to set up and organize. Here's how to like totally blow out some really great goals that you have. I did a Q&A. And every single week, I was talking about the retreat. Every single week, I was making sure that everyone who's watching would know about how amazing the retreat was going to be. So um, that's just one example. And then the other thing that I'm able to do there is I'm able to plot down like, okay, well, I know I need to, gather some testimonials for the retreat. So how do I do that? When can I do that? When can I have Nicole or Bonnie or, um, or Nina, when can I talk to them or maybe do a little video with them so they can talk about how powerful last year's retreat was. So I see all of that here. Then what I do, and then we'll move on. Then what I do is for every single, so then it goes into like the week at a time and I can see every day what happens here then is that I will take those monthly things and all those ideas that I had. And by the way, this is usually that first week is where I just sort of like do a massive brain dump on ideas. And then what I'll do is I'll plot them. That's, that's what helps me create my priority list every single day. So um, I can come in here and I can say, okay, for Monday, in order for me to do this thing that I, that I know is going on this week, here's what I need to do. And I label those things one, two, three, always my top three priorities. And then I get to work. Okay. It's not a perfect system, but it works really well for me. It changes all the time. Um, but I'm, co I'm constantly tweaking it. But for the most part, it works really well to keep me focused in on what I say is important to me. Step number four, create a daily mindset practice. Create a daily mindset practice. 
This is a giant thing that happened for me in 2017. Fiona, I'm glad that made perfect sense. This is a giant thing that happened for me in 2017. Um, I made the effort and knew that I needed a coach last year um, at the... uh, I'm sorry, at the... Yeah, about this time last year. So fall of 2016, I knew that I needed a coach because I knew I didn't want to waste time figuring all this stuff out by myself. And I needed an accelerated pace to be able to do that. And I knew I wanted to work with somebody who's already been where I want to go. Okay, Which is why I invested in in a coach. Um, and, And because I wanted to save that time and I needed somebody else to see what I couldn't see. The biggest thing that I got from my coach, um, yes, tons of strategy, and that's awesome. But the biggest thing that I got from my coach was mindset practice. Because whatever we actually experience out in our world starts here first. And we all know that, but creating a daily practice for that is what makes all the difference. And I'm going to tell you straight up that there have been times when I am not on the daily practice. As a matter of fact, the week after the retreat, so you know, at this point where we're talking, this is last week, I was so exhausted. <laughs> I, I didn't prepare for how exhausted I would be. I was so exhausted that I was not getting up early, which is what I normally do. And l- I think one day out of all week, I, I got up early. So six days out of the week, I just basically slept in until seven or eight or whenever my kid woke up, right? So because of that, I, I was like, Oh, you know, well, I'll just, um, no big deal. Like I'll just, I don't need to journal today. I don't, I don't really need, I know what I'm grateful for. That's fine. But what I saw happen and what I've seen happen every single time I get out of this practice is that stuff starts becoming like vague. That's the best, that's the best description I can create for it. I'm such a big believer in clarity in everything in our lives, including what's happening in our mind stuff became vague. And so all of a sudden, it, it just gets really easy to sort of get in a rut. How many of you have ever like been hot, like really like on fire with your workout routine? And then pretty soon, you, like one day you're just sore, so you don't do it again. And then the next day, your family's coming over. And then the next day, you're a little too busy. And pretty soon, it's like a week until you've like since you've worked out last. And now you're like out of shape and like you don't feel good, right? But you don't notice it until day seven. It's the exact same thing that happens with a mindset practice. So I'm going to share with you just a couple of prompts, a couple of ideas that um, uh, for what I do to get into a great mindset practice, okay? So number one, I want to give a big plug for Lisa Hetrick, who is a very active member of the Biz Women Rock community, Indigo Jade Art. I think that I, th- I think it's indigojadeart.com. Please go there. Do yourself a favor. Go buy one of her journals. Okay, they're fifteen bucks a piece. They're so worth it. They're beautiful. They all have these like really gorgeous um, positive sayings on them. So Lisa, I'm going to show you a couple others. Lisa specializes in art that makes you feel good. Here's a couple of other examples. Okay. So, uh, live in full bloom is one of her sayings. Um, every moment matters. I think the one that I'm currently in is don't just fly sore. Okay. Obviously like totally see how this makes sense for me and my business. So here's a couple of examples of what I do. There's no perfect way to do this. The idea is just like meditation or just like working out. It is a practice. It is always a practice. So I'm going to share with you a couple of my practices. Okay. 
So every single morning, what I will do, part of this practice is that I really, in my, in the, on the perfect day when I do this well, I'm up at 5.30 in the morning. The reason I'm up at 5.30 in the morning is because my daughter typically wakes up at about 7, anytime between 7 and 8. And I want an hour or two at least to like get my day going, get my mindset straight, determine how I want my, my day to be that day. And even start getting moving on some of those um, task lists and the priorities that I have. Okay, um, it's a great time for me to create content. The mornings tend to be really creative for me, and I did not know that until I tried that or, or that morning routine. So what I do is I'll come in here, and a lot of these are written in because I let my daughter write in here too. What I do is I come in here and I just write down the date and. Sometimes I just kind of do a brain dump because there's been like things happening, like either in dreams or something that I'm thinking about. Uh, I'll do a little bit of a brain dump, but I won't let it be too much because um, I can go down the path of like, oh, I'm not feeling so good today. I'm kind of feeling off. And I can go down the path of like feeling sorry for myself and giving that attention. And I, that's not the point of it. The point of it is just to sort of like extract it from here. Okay. So I might write a sentence or two of like, Neh, kind of like feel a little weird today and whatever it is. I immediately then go into gratitude immediately. What am I grateful for today? So literally this whole book is just filled of list after list of what I'm grateful for. Okay. Now I don't put too much, like I doesn't have to cover everything in my life. Like it's somewhere, sometimes it's three things, sometimes it's 10 things. Okay. So I don't sit here and spend way too much time on that, but I just want to put super focused energy on the things that I'm really grateful for. It seems to always include this awesome moment that I had with my daughter the day before, this really amazing conversation I had with my husband, a really cool experience that I had within our mastermind. Like I'm, you ladies are included in my gratitude list quite often. So, um, you know, my mom or my dad being so awesome, my sib, my siblings, like all of that stuff. I'm really grateful that I have this house, right? Like it's so awesome. So the point of this is, is it gets us into, it grounds us because we're big, ambitious, uh, big thinking women, right? So we always want more, which I think is a great thing. However, if we don't remain grounded and grateful for what we do have, we can really lose sight of where we are and like what it is. So it's really a matter of starting your day with a foundation of gratitude. Now, if writing down in a journal doesn't work for you, Another really great option is to go into a voice memo. There are times where I feel like, ugh, I don't want to write. That doesn't feel good to me right now. So there are times where I will go on a walk and I will do a voice memo to myself. And I'll just do like a, a, my daily journal on a voice memo on my phone. It works wonders. I have another client who does her daily gratitude with her daughter at, on their drive to school. Whatever it is, get, make it work for you. Okay? And yes, obviously this goes into the foundation of focusing on what you're grateful for and what you do have brings more of those things into your life versus focusing on the gap, right? What do I not have yet? And oh, woe is me, right? I don't have this yet. I can't believe it. Like whatever, get that out of your head. Get into your head. What are you grateful for? So that's one thing. Another example of what I do is I do write a lot of affirmations. So there are many times in here where I'm writing like... um. I, I, I am enough. I am powerful. I am light. I am love. I make money, money easily and daily. I attract the dream client that I love to work with and that I make the biggest impact with over and over again. I have, you know, millions of women are part of the biz women rock community and are really getting impacted and living lives that they love because of who I am. Um, 
you know, I have, you know, my masterminds are full and uh, five more people are on the waiting list. Like, is that kind of stuff, right? So any of you written affirmations before? Yes. Oh, Andrea, thank you so much for writing um, Lisa's uh, website in the, the chat, you guys. And I'll go ahead and put that on there too. So, um, so... Yeah. If any of you have ever written affirmations before, it's the same thing. They sort of feel silly when you're doing them, but I'm going to share with you a couple of the affirmations that I've been doing most recently. Money comes to me easily and daily. I'm a money magnet. (laughs) Um, I, I am love and light and shine and lean into my gifts and shine so brightly. Um, I work less and make more. I have an electric and amazing relationship with my husband. Um, you know, like all of the, like that kind of stuff. Okay. It can feel stupid when it comes out. It could be as vague or as specific, um, as you want. Okay. I just posted it in there. So hopefully you guys should get all of that. So go check out her website. It is awesome. Go get, by the way, she's got mugs. She's got, uh, print art. She's got all sorts of stuff. This other, this other piece of art up here, you can see it's one of my favorites of hers. It says she loved life and it loved her right back. It's really colorful. It feels good. It's awesome. Win-win. Okay. So affirmations, really great um, nudge for mindset work. Okay. You can use affirmations in the space of like what's possible for you. And it, it, it is really good to use an affirmation if it's the exact opposite of what you kind of are feeling right now. Like, um, you know, if you're feeling like, oh, it's so hard to, I have to work so hard to get clients right now. So your affirmations might be, clients come to me easily. I have a waiting list of dream clients. I, I have to now hire more team members in order to, um, in order to service my, all my clients, right? Like really live there and have fun with it. One more that I want to share with you, just one more prompt that I do a lot is called, um, is called what I call writing into the future. Okay. So writing into the future means that I literally choose a date in the future and I write myself a letter as if whatever I want has already happened. So I'm writing as if I'm writing on that day. So many times, especially lately, I will write, it's December 31st, 2017. And I am so grateful that this happened, this happened. I get to work with this person. You know, the masterminds have the exact right woman in it. My daughter is like thriving and had so much fun over the holidays. Uh, my husband and I got a little mini honeymoon, like just that stuff. Like I literally like will write out the description of what, what life looks like on that particular day. Now, what I have used this for this writing into the future. If you have an event or a talk that you're giving, if you are launching a program, if you're doing something new, write into what it feels like on the day and what you have experienced the day after that thing happens, right? Or you just get, I use this every single time that I give a presentation. I will write into the future and be like, oh, I just finished my presentation. It was amazing. Everyone in the room was just like mind blown. And you know, this extra thing happened and somebody was sitting in the room who now offered me this. Like it was amazing. So the point is, is that you can, using this tool and this prompt get you able to like have fun in that space of what's possible. And when you give yourself that ability to do that, that, st- that really gets things off the ground to like have fun, okay? So those were just a couple of things for giving yourself a daily mindset practice. Now, last thing about a daily mindset practice is to 
choose a time when you're going to do it, stick to that as much as possible, and then give yourself a ton of grace if it doesn't work perfectly, okay? Because my, believe me, my life doesn't happen as much as I love working out, for example. I don't work out every day, and there are some times where a week does pass and I haven't worked out, okay? But over the course of the year, 80% of the time, I've, I've worked out. Over the course of the year, 80% of the time, I've done some sort of daily mindset work. Sometimes it's like two sentences in there. And sometimes I'm, I've been writing for two hours because I'm so excited about whatever vision I'm creating in that book. Okay? So have fun with it, but get, get, get it on your calendar. Are you noticing a theme in, my, in all of these steps? Get it on your calendar and um, make sure that you just go for it. Okay? And show up to do it every single day. Okay, so that is step number four. Are you guys ready for step number five? Okay, last one. Commit to the support that you need. I'm gonna give you a little bit of tough love here. You cannot do this by yourself. You just can't. If you choose to do it by yourself, it's going to be incredibly painful and really rough, and it's going to take you maybe two times, maybe three times, maybe four times as much time to create the kind of life and business that you really want than it would if you got the support that you need. Okay? So I'm going to give you a couple of ideas of what this looks like. And again, this is the hard love telling you that yes, you do need support. I'm going to give you a couple of examples of what kind of support is out there and available for you. Okay? Number one, and... um, um. Mickey is saying, John Maxwell says he pities anyone who says he's a self-made success. Really, it can't be done. That's so true. There's no way that you can do this on your own. So I'm going to give you this story. So Biz Women Rock, even though coming up in February of uh, 2018, Biz Women Rock will be four years old, which is awesome. But it wasn't until mid-2016, so as of this moment, that was about a year and a half ago, it wasn't until mid-2016 that this became a full-time business for me, which meant that it, it wasn't really getting its full attention because I was, I was giving the full attention to our local company. So for basically, I consider my business to be about a year and a half old. And in, um, in that time, I, I, could, I put that time on a calendar because what happened was that I took myself on a Katie retreat because I was so confused and like, what am I doing in this business? I've got all this, I've got all these great ladies. What am I doing to service them? And I don't really even know. I don't know my packages. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know my marketing. So what I did is I took myself out out on a Katie retreat. This is why I'm so passionate about the retreat that I offer for all of you guys because I did it for myself and it continues to evolve and get better every year. I took myself on a Katie retreat and I, I took myself through a lot of exercises to get really clear on what it is I really wanted. It's a lot of the stuff that we're talking about today. What do I really want? What does my ideal life really look like? How many hours a week am I really working? How much time am I spending with my daughter and my family versus working on my business? Like what, what kind of women do I really want to work with? What kind of work do I really want to do? Like all of those questions, right? And when I left the retreat, I was really clear on what I wanted, okay? And one of the things that I knew leaving the retreat was, I need help because I wanted I want it fast. I have a big mission in this world. I have a big message to share with millions of women. And I feel like like I I want to do it. I want to get to as many women as possible. And so there's this feeling of like I I need to continue to show up to the world. I don't want this to take 30 years. I want to keep on moving now, right? So I knew right away that I needed help. I didn't know what that looked like. I just knew I needed help. 
And it just so happened that for the podcast, I interviewed this one woman. Um, and I happened to be interviewing her two weeks in a row because I was interviewing her about one topic one week and another topic the next week, which is rare that I would actually do that. But it just worked out that way. And by the end of the second week of interviewing her, I literally, we ended and I was like, how can I work with you? I need to work with you. She was a coach. And she immediately went back and forth with me. And here's what happened. In, in that moment, after me coming off my retreat, I knew what I was doing. So I started finally marketing for a couple of different programs that I now had. And within the course of like three weeks, I brought in like five grand. It, it might've been like two weeks. Within the course of like two weeks, I brought in like five grand, which was the shortest amount of time that I had ever made money in, in that company at that point. And so I go back and forth with this coach and she tells me, and it's right after the cuff of, you know, me making that money. And I was all like, yeah, this is great. I know what I'm doing. And she was like, okay, it's five grand to work with me for six sessions, by the way, six sessions for 45 minutes each. And I was like, okay, I'm doing it. So the first real money that I made in my business, I had made profits before that, but um, they, you know, they weren't necessarily as targeted um, as they then started to be. The first profits I made in my business, I put back into $5,000 worth of coaching with her. And then I continue to revamp with her. And I've been with her all year in 2017. Just that one investment to get the support that I needed for my business has allowed me to... God, I don't even know the number. Let's say quadruple... It might even be whatever the fifth version of that is. I have made five times more money this past year than I did in the prior year. And I'm not going to say it's because of her, but her being on my success team is what I call it, was a major reason why. Because with her, through her is where I learned so much of this mindset stuff. I, at the end of the day, am the one showing up and doing the work, right? But, but having that person and that support with me acted as that barometer. Okay? So support. What support do you need? You cannot do this alone. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples of what, um, what uh, is possible for you to get support. So number one, is, can you use an accountability partner? Is there another peer around you, another businesswoman out there doing good work um, who you feel would be committed to being an accountability partner? Um, go ask her. See if you guys want to meet on a regular basis. Have a structure for how you meet and what, what you do to check in. That's a really great way to get the support that you need. Number two, a coach. You know, like this is what I love doing for women. Um, and I love being able to have that intimate conversation and customize support for women because guess what? This is kind of unique about we, us as women is that, you know, for us, it's not just about the business and the strategy and the results. Like it's so much about life, all of these other areas of our lives that we really want to thrive in. And so there are many times that I'm meeting with my clients one-on-one and they've just executed this great strategy that we talked about last week, but now life fell apart for some reason. And so now we got to deal with that because dealing with just the strategy doesn't really help us in those moments. So it's really a space to be able to get that full holistic support in a very customized way. So who around you um, really do you connect with and you want to be able to get that customized support with? Um, and if that if you guys want to be working with me, if that's something that is of interest to you, all you guys got to do is chat in here and let me know, yes, you're interested and we can talk. I'm having very limited spots available in 2018 because um, I want to open up more of those spots for masterminds, which is the next kind of support that I'm going to talk about. Masterminds, I have had the pleasure of facilitating masterminds since 
2009. Um, I've done them mostly live, but I have done them virtually since and participate in the, it, participated in them both live and virtually. Masterminds are one of the most powerful ways to get support in your business. And here's why. The space of a mastermind is such a special combination of brainstorming, of holding your feet to the fire or being held accountable to what you say that you actually want in your life and in your business. Um, idea sharing, resource sharing. Um, so many times women who are part of the masterminds have resources available uh, that they can make available for everyone else. Not only their knowledge and expertise and their skill sets, but also like their Rolodex of people and resources that they know. They bring all of that to the table. And a sacred space for privacy, for con confidentiality, for real connection amongst businesswomen. I cannot tell you how powerful the fall Biz Women Rock masterminds really were. Like it was the juice that happened in there. These women will be friends for life. Like that's kind of what happens within the masterminds. So if you need the structure of a mastermind, if you need to show up every single week and know that you're going to check in with a group of ladies who got your back and then some, and you know that you need other people to see what you can't see in your business so that you can strategize and you can continue to pivot and you can continue to grow, I highly recommend that you go fill out an application for the 2018 Biz Women Rock Masterminds. I'm going to go ahead and put that um, link here in the chat. And the reason there's no cost to um, apply for it, okay? So all you have to do is apply. Tell me that you're interested. The pricing of the masterminds are literally listed there on that page that I just sent you guys to. So you're going to know right away what the cost is, what the investment is, what the time, like what it looks like for a time investment. So go read more about it. But I highly encourage you to go check it out because if it is not a tool that you have used, thus far in a mastermind or thus far in your business, this is something that can really accelerate the motion of your business. The masterminds happen in a six-month chunk. So we're going to be starting towards the latter part of January. We're going to be ending in June. And within that six-month time, we're going to do some major, major work on making sure your business really, really grows. Kim has had the benefit of being in this past mastermind. Um, She's saying, I can attest it was a transformative experience. Thank you, Kim. Um, Mickey, I know is going to be in the upcoming masterminds. Uh, they, uh, they're just... And I want to tell you guys this is that the, the work in facilitating a mastermind, because I facilitated them for so long, happens in this part. It's the organization. It's the bringing on the right people with the right group of folks. And I want you to know that I, as a facilitator, take that very seriously. So... If you go there, you fill out your name in the application and tell me, yes, I'm interested in knowing more about the masterminds and finding out if it's the right fit for me. What's going to happen is that you and I, you're going to hear from me and we're going to get on a quick call, 20 minutes, and I'm going to find out about where your business is right now and what it really needs. And I'm going to share with you a little bit more about how the masterminds work. I have no interest in selling you into a mastermind if it's not what you need. But if it is what you need, if it is a tool that would really help and accelerate the pace that you're on right now, then I'm going to speak very with so much passion about how powerful they really are. So if you're interested, if this, is, if this is piquing your interest, go click on that link. Go apply to be a part of the mastermind, okay? Again, there's no charge to apply. It just means you and I are going to talk about it. And you're going to tell me that, yes, I'm interested. Yes, I think this is a tool that can really work for me and my business. Um, and then we're going to talk about and get on the phone and make sure it's the right fit for you, okay? So 
The fifth step is support, ladies. What support do you need to make sure that your business can really accelerate and that you can really accelerate, okay? You know, this is not a solo game. It can't be solo. If you want it to be solo, it's going to be really lonely and it's going to be miserable. And that's not what business is meant to be. Business is meant to be awesome. And you are meant to enjoy this experience and to grow through this experience and to meet amazing people through this experience. So that's why I'm so passionate about doing these masterminds that get to bring the best of the best of the most action-oriented and passionate and purpose-driven women who are part of the Biz Women Rock community together in this format. So Anna's saying she feels so pumped. Woohoo! Awesome. Oh, ladies, that was a lot. Okay. Ellen is asking, what is the name of my calendar book? You know, I wish I could tell you that I work with one specific calendar, but this is literally just one that I got from Walmart because I was starting to get into the, let me go research the best calendar. And then I was stopping. So this is like a year and a half, which is nice. Um, see it bigger is, is it? (laughs) Um, if you find yourself spending way too much time searching for the right calendar, just go buy one. Okay. So this is one that I use. It's really nice. It's the bare basics of what, um, a lot of calendars look like. They have a month at a time. And then after that month, they have each week at a time. So I can plot out some to do's on each of those days of that week. Okay. Uh, Kim, you have a question about step two, go for it. Ask me the question. Do you calendar the quarterly quarters separately? Um, Typically what I do for the quarters now, I am a lot more intentional right now about Q1 uh, and back into that stuff right now. Like, and I put that stuff on the calendar when it comes to the time, when it comes to the time in um, uh, early March, what I'll also do typically is I'm looking at the year ahead. So I kind of know like big things that need to happen. For example, while I get really specific about Q1 right now, I might say, okay, PR visibility. Uh, that means that um, I might say, I might give myself some big milestones for each quarter. But basically what I'm doing is that because I'm checking in at the end of, end of every month, I pretty much just trans, uh, like end up going into the month by month by month by month, constantly looking at what did I say that I wanted for the year? What were my areas of focus? What were um, the big goals or big accomplishments that I want to hit for 2018? Okay. So... Um, so how do I do my quarters? I, truthfully, I, I don't really continue to do quarters after Q1. What I really I, what I do is I know sort of a general idea of what I said was important because I did it now at this time for the entire year. So if I say, okay, for Q1, this is my big focus. For Q2, this might be a big focus as it relates to the giant big focus. Then I, I you know, like I kind of end up writing that down for like the massive annual thing. And then I'm just looking at that as in March, I sit down and start thinking about, okay, what's coming up in April? So, um, so typically what I do is I, I then end up going into moving into more of a month, monthly check-in, monthly check-in, monthly check-in. So here's the deal, you guys. Two action steps that I would really love for you to take from here, okay? To really make sure that you make stuff happen in 2018 because that's when I shine. I shine when you take this information and go shine on your own. That's what really, really juices me up. So here's the deal. What There are two things that I want you to commit to. Number one, if you have been having your interest peaked by the 2018 masterminds, I want you to know that there are 12 spots available and half of those are taken up right now. 
So if you are at all interested, go click on this link, read more about it, and make sure that you click on the application and it'll take you two minutes to fill out the application. It literally is like, who are you? Why are you interested in it? And you know all that good stuff. And then you're going to hear from me. It does not bring you any harm to get on a call and chat with me about the masterminds. Okay? So if you have any interest in that, that is your call to action. Go apply for the 2018 Biz Women Rock Masterminds. On that application page, you're going to see the testimonials of past participants. And you're going to see how transformative they have really been for people. It is a powerful, powerful tool for focus and results in your business. Okay? Um, okay. And the second thing is, is that I want you guys to take all of these ideas and I want you to go schedule out one day. Okay. One full day to work on this stuff. Okay. One day between now and the end of the year, take out, if you could at least give yourself five to six hours. Okay. Go block out five to six hours of your schedule between now and the end of the year and run through some of this stuff and actually do it. This is the secret sauce of major movement. This is the secret sauce of results. Put it in your calendar, show up and do the work. Okay. Um, Awesome. So, uh, <laughs> Stephanie is saying schedule one full day to work on this stuff. I wrote this because then I do it right. There you go. So please promise me that commit to those two things. Go fill out the application for the 2018 masterminds. They will completely change the way you do business and the results that you get. I promise you that. And number two, go schedule some time to actually do this work. Okay. Ladies, I love you. Thank you so much for showing up for yourselves today. Thank you so much for taking this information. Promise me that you are going to apply for the masterminds if you know you want major movement to happen in your business. And promise me that you're going to commit to spending a day working on this stuff and implementing it. That is where you're going to make the biggest difference, okay? I love you all. I will see you later. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.